So, so people are going to see that. Hey, huh? man. Yeah. Whatever it takes to keep theaters open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, really? <laughs> so whatever it takes. As long as I get to watch French Dispatch when it comes out. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't care. Hello. Welcome to this podcast is not for you. My name is Mitch Lowe. Oh, it's not up there. I just know it. Oh, I thought my name. Sorry. My name is Cop Shop. <laughs> okay. It's all I, it's first thing I saw. Um, first thing you see. My name's Peak Pricing. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Peak Pricing. Uh, his, his name's Price, Peak Price, but we just call him Pricing. It's it's funnier that way. Um, we today are going to be talking about movie theater subscription services. And so first and foremost, to our Patreon subscribers, I want to say thank you so much <laughs> for being a Patreon member. Thank you for being a nodder. And thank that you for is, supporting Patreon. Yes, thank you for supporting Patreon. Thank you for supporting this podcast is not for you. Uh, as, as we all have, have known, we call you guys the nodders. So thank you so much to the nodders out there watching and listening. <laughs> we are going to be talking about one of my favorite business uh, developments Probably, no, definitely not in my lifetime. The favorite one is probably the iPhone. But this one is has revolutionized the theater industry. So it is, as you can see from the title, if you're watching, as you can see from my hoodie and the visual aids on the table, movie theater subscriptions. Relatively new thing in terms of, well... Shoot, it's probably in its infancy stages if you're talking the life of the movie theater. But it's it's very, very new, uh, spurned by the social experiment uh, I like to call movie pass. I like you, to call it you that. You like to call it that. Nobody <laughs> else does. I like to call it that. Pate likes to call it that. Everyone else likes to call it that. But we like to call it that. It's That's the main thing. Uh, the thing is, this episode's being recorded in 2018. Movie pass is still a thing. Right, and we all love it. We can't wait to. This tell is you guys a promotion for Movie Pass. We can't wait yeah. to tell you guys about it. Invest in Movie Pass. H M N Y. H M N Y. So, Movie Pass was founded in 2011. A uh, little known fact, actually. They played around with various subscription models before 2017. Some of them were fifty dollars. Some of them were seventy-five, depending on where you lived. Other ones had like different levels of subscriptions. And in 2017 is when they broke onto the scene in terms of uh, public recognition. I remember I remember where I was, when I was, when I signed up, when I heard about it. It took me all of 10 seconds to say, this sounds too good to be true. I'm absolutely signing when up When you right told now. me about it, I was like, what? Yeah. That doesn't well, make any sense. It was too good to be true. But <laughs> sign up, though. Right, in 2018. <laughs> so what happened in 2017 if and you probably know this if you're a listener of our podcast then you've probably heard of us talk about the movie theater experience blah blah, blah. and i don't want to focus too much on movie pass but they, they they're really the father of it all and so i think in 2017 the majority stake of the company was sold to an analytics firm helios helios and matheson and that, again that's a analytic company data driven and uh so the plan was to increase the size of their user base in order to analyze viewing habits for targeted advertising which sounds great uh it sounds like the facebook model the instagram model the google model of getting users and then profiting off of your users based on data and uh at this time data was 
I mean, it, it still is, but it was a billions of dollar a year industry. I mean, companies sell our whatever. I mean, viewing habits, our spending habits. They sell that to companies for advertising all the time. And so I think that's what uh, Mitch Lowe was wanting to do. And so that was the plan when they sold it to the analytics firm Helios and Matheson. In June of 2018 which is probably 12 months after they changed plans uh, to the $9.99 a month, they hit 3 million subscribers, which is crazy. Because I think when I signed up, it was summer of 2017, and I don't even think I've said this yet, but it was un- MoviePass was unlimited movies for $9.99 a month. Uh, Truly unlimited. That's that's it. I mean, that there's no more gimmicks. There's no more ifs, ands, or buts. At the time of that press release... Nine ninety nine a month for mm-hmm. any movie, any time, any day, yeah. and go to any theater. Ten movies a day if you want. Any to. theater. And, and the so, mechanics of it were unique too. It's like you're picking the movie and it's loading the money. Yeah, the prepaid onto, debit card onto the debit card, and that's what you're buying the ticket for or with. Yeah, which was so bizarre to me. Whenever I heard it, I was like, "How does this make any financial sense?" How is it secure too? Yeah. It was really, really cool. Now, yeah. before that, they did, like, you got on your computer and you printed out a voucher and you brought the voucher to the theater. But when the nine ninety nine thing was going on, they printed you a debit card, prepaid debit card, and they sent it to you. Now, as we all probably could have guessed, it was too good to be true. They started... Hemorrhaging money, yes, essentially. Yes, yes. They were coming in $40 million under... Quarter after quarter after quarter, and I mean, yeah. And the the downside is a lot of people I think were taking advantage of the system, which is just an absolute shame. Because why can't you just do what you're supposed to do? I know people checked in for movies, paid for the ticket, left just to get the rewards points. So at some point, the company had to step in. They they implemented peak pricing, which you know if you went at seven, eight, or nine, you had to pay a surcharge just so they could. St- generate some something. revenue from you yep. um limited showings like not everyone was seeing the same thing on their apps which month-to-month payers were seeing more showings because they were technically getting more money out of month-to-month subscribers but people that paid for a year were seeing less movies and and before we move off of that time i remember this point being like when we would go we were going to the theater every day mm-hmm. and actually it watching was packed like it was the most packed i've ever seen that movie theater Mm. for a couple months straight i mean it was every night it was just completely full every night right yeah it was and was everybody using moving pass there was a lot of people using seemed like it i mean uh how many people went to the theater like that before so anyway they they started changing their business practices super shady changing people's passwords against their permission so people couldn't access their account and go see movies. Oh, wow, and, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it was just a, it was a bunch of stuff, and uh, so they went out of business. But the seal was broken, and thus it was, it was time for the movie theater subscription era in Hollywood, and it was exciting. It was, you know, because at the time, major theater chains were vehemently against MoviePass. AMC came out publicly and said, we will not support MoviePass. And the best part about it is it's a debit card. 
What you want me to tape over MoviePass so you think it's a normal debt? It's like you're gonna take my money. Your ticket booth guy that you're paying nine fifty an hour is not gonna care whether this is a MoviePass card or not. Yeah. So, but the companies came out against it. Um, but they're getting the money either way. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. That's absolutely what I well, never understood. The thing about MoviePass was like anyone with even kind of like a somewhat sense of business could look at MoviePass and go. Something does not seem like yeah we were right two three recent college graduates at the time mm-hmm. we just figured up how many movies we saw a week versus how much they cost versus how much we paid monthly mm-hmm. and we just multiplied that they were losing just generally they had to be losing hundreds of millions of dollars yeah I mean there's no question. And well, that's on, on one person. based on based on how many users they got. We we figured yeah. it up after they got a million. Yeah, because that's an easy number to go off of. Mm-hmm. We figured up after a million, calculated how many how many average times you go to the theater and all that kind of thing. Anyway, it was like hundreds of millions of dollars. They would be in the in the red, and we we're like, well, this isn't going to last. It's yeah, just, there's no way. Which I mean, that's a Silicon Valley model: grow your user base and then start Pay profiting off of them. But they just. I, that's We're why never I, able to. That's why I thought it would. I honestly thought it would work. I to the tune of three hundred HMNY shares at the price of fifteen dollars. I thought it would work, and so they, uh, you know, because it's the, I don't know. You you could say eventually they can bring enough people to the theater. They'll say, give us a cut of concession prices. Look at your concession stand lines, oh, yeah. and you know, I thought that that would happen, and I thought that they would be able to sell targeted ads to people on their app, which I just never happened, and so. Yeah, it, it, it was insane, and they just never got to that point where... I think any business coming in to try and invest in MoviePass was like... Yeah, that's... they the, got to look uh, at their books. One yeah, look at their books, yeah, and they're like... That's Neek. the problem, yeah. Uh, so they were... AMC was against it, Regal was against it, Cinemark was against it, but they've all implemented their own services at this time. They were against it because it wasn't theirs, let's be real. For yeah. sure, 100%. That was the only reason. Because they immediately saw, like crap mm-hmm. we could be doing that and we can actually profit off of it more so than just this third party company for sure yeah uh because basically all movie pass was was a bank for people yeah i mean it, you were taking out they were giving you a n- no interest but i guess it wouldn't be a loan it's it not a loan a, no yeah it's an advance yeah yeah it's, it's it's so that you don't that have never, to pay back that you <laughs> yeah, don't have to pay yeah. back in full um so yeah, the theaters were against it and now they have all have their ones. But at that point, it showed a demand for the theater experience at an affordable rate, uh, even as box office numbers in terms of attendance and cost have been tumultuous, to say the least. Uh, according to a Business Insider uh, study, the average cost of a movie ticket has jumped 53% in 15 years. Now that is from $5.81 in 2002 to eight ninety in twenty seventeen. So Which is lower than our ticket prices here. Yes. Our Joplin ticket prices are notoriously high because there was there's one theater in yeah. Joplin. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all the, the movie pass model was based on the national average yep. ticket price. So uh but two thousand seventeen also saw the lowest number of tickets sold since nineteen ninety five. But in two thousand eighteen box office revenue hit an uh, almost $12 billion, bill, b- b- billion dollars, uh, which was an all-time high. So that's why I said it's kind of like the box office is all over the place. People aren't going. Well, but it's, in- because, it's because at higher ticket prices and 
releasing and it's the studios changing to that we're gonna put it all on this one big mm. movie mm. we're gonna put it all on avengers endgame that is our that is our bet yeah that everybody is going to come see it so ticket prices are lower but everyone went to see the one thing and it ticket prices are higher oh, sorry. but quantity sold is lower. Yes. yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah more bang for each ticket right um, so that's why that disparity happens is like they're charging more. So the box office revenue is higher, even though tickets are lower and it's all in a couple movies. It's not like it's evenly spread out. Yeah. It's like, it's one movie yeah. in the year that makes a billion dollars. Yeah. Everything else is just like trickling Breaking in. even. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sure. We could look it up. I mean, 2018 was probably infinity war or Endgame. Had to be one of them. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that definitely broke a billion. So there's 8% of your year-long revenue just in Had one was meeting, Infinity so. War. Endgame yeah. was 2020? No, 2019. I have no idea. We don't know. We have no idea. And we have no way of knowing. So... Because we're in 2018. We don't know. Yes. We don't... That's an estimate. Interstellar 2018? No. No. Came out 14, Dunkirk would have come 15, out. Dunkirk. But anyway, so that's that's kind of the thing is people want to go to the theater and they will f- if a select time, a few times a year. Uh, because ticket prices are so high. Yes. Because, you know, yeah, shoot, if you take, if it's a date, mm-hmm. 25 bucks for your tickets. Oh, you want a popcorn? Yeah, sure. Okay. There's another $9, $34 all of a sudden just to go sit in a theater for two hours. And so. Uh, if you're taking a family. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget yeah. about it. <laughs> um, so I just thought we should set the scene with all of that. It's a lot of research, but it was it's important background information, I think, to where the 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 era, the environment that these all came from. So I just thought, let's go over the advantages of these subscription services uh, from a consumer standpoint now. So these are not the businesses. These are what do we? see as advantages to subscription services uh i would say the the main thing is you go whenever you want for the most part something about that is you can just walk up to the theater and get a ticket whereas in the past it was more i don't know something about it was had to be more planned Hmm. it feels like Hmm. even though you had the same ability to go walk up and get a ticket right previously you're not planning on dropping 20 bucks. Yeah. There's no, there. it's already paid for. Yeah. So. The budgeting aspect yeah. of it. The pre-planning of right. like the budget. Uh, Friday night. I don't know. I think yeah. I'd rather just stay at home and cook yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Than pay, than pay 50 bucks. I can see that. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there's obvious reasons. I just feel like that one was a weird one that jumped yeah. in. But yeah. I mean, the, the big ones are the cost as a consumer is much lower if you go, all you have to be able to do for the context that I have is about 20 bucks a month. If I go three times or even two times, mm-hmm. that's paid for itself. Yeah. And we go all the time if we can. Yeah. You know? So for me, time is the aspect that is now the factor um, for deciding whether or not I want to go. I don't care anymore whether or not I want to spend the money. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, do I want to take that time and go for two hours to see this movie? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it costs or not. Whereas before I was like, 
I don't know if I want to pay to see that in theaters. Mm. Now it's just like, do I want to devote two hours of my time? And that's just because I have different like life priorities than than other people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm married and Got a dog. My, like I have a dog. My wife and I have plans or something. So like it's more segmented time. I yeah. can't just go whenever. Yeah. But it has eliminated any concern of like, can we work this into our budget for the month for me to go to a right. movie or two? It's yeah. no, it's just twenty bucks. It's done. I can yeah. just go. Um so that's the biggest thing I think is an upside for me is like if I have the time to go, I can just go. Yeah. And not worry about it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you guys also having it, we can go to the movies right. whenever we want all together. Because you had a sort of a different experience when you lived in California with it, right? It, I had movie pass, but I I only went sometimes. Yeah. Because I was going by myself most of the time, which yeah. doesn't bother me. I don't mind going to movies by myself. Yeah. But being here with movie pass would have been very different. I would have been there all the time with you guys. It was... And also moving back here, it's been I mean, you different. saw the picture. It's been different too moving back here because with everything having been delayed or postponed for the majority of the time I've been back here and mm. had Regal Unlimited, there hasn't been anything being released. Like, That's for the true. most part. Yeah. The past couple months is the first time stuff is actually starting to come out again. Yeah. Um, no Time to Die is the first major release I've seen in a while. Tenet, I mean, was... Tenet was like a halfway thing and then it shut down again. Yeah. But... Um, so there hasn't been an, a huge opportunity for me to use Regal that much yet. We saw something else recently at Hollywood theaters. I can't remember what it was, but or at I Regal. think the other the other aspect is the communal part of it, which is cool. Uh, just other people that also have unlimited. You're, it's pretty easy to call like to text somebody and be like, "Hey, let's go see it, mm-hmm. this." Right. And I don't know. I there's um, there's a lot of ways that they can improve on it too. I think yes, it's that's the thing about. The prospect of it is so exciting because the the service on a on a whole is so new, and like Wes has mentioned, it's. I mean, they haven't even been getting user data for twelve months out of its yeah. you know, and, and mm-hmm. literally, my they suspended payment for yeah a long yeah. time because which sounds like a bad thing, but it was a good thing, right? They suspended with, charging withdrawals anybody. from yeah. people's yeah. accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because my my dad got. 12 months for my fiance Chelsea and my brother and my sister-in-law for Christmas in 2019. So they literally used it for two months and then the theater shut down and then they haven't really been able to use it again until now, which is just crazy to think about. So yes, the service is so new that it's exciting because dude, it could get even cooler. The benefits could get even better. They could un- unlock, like you could do tiers. You could do, so there's so many cool things that they could do with it. And uh, whether or not they do, I mean, yeah. The other factor but, involved in that is like, if people start coming back to movies or not, or they also seem have to they, really care about it because they've done sure. a lot of ads for it. Yeah. I just mean in an industry sense, Captain Unlimited, Dr. Explorer. We forget Captain yeah. Unlimited. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if the industry has shot itself in the foot or not in terms of box office and theater releases by a lot of streaming simultaneously releasing to streaming simultaneously. I think a lot of people are going to say, I'll pay 20 bucks, just watch it at home. And while that's unfortunate, I understand it from a just convenience aspect. Yeah. I get, I get it. Like it would be so much easier for me to just like, Oh, that's out. I can just watch it at home. 
on my TV with, with I, I think that, um, I don't know. I, I hope it never comes to this kind of thing, but I think that the, the people that make the best movies are the ones that understand what the theater's value is. Absolutely. And I think that they're, you're talking about Tarantino. You're talking about in terms of biggest names, mm-hmm. Tarantino, Nolan, Spielberg, mm. uh, Ridley Scott. I mean, you're talking about the biggest names in movie making right now. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I don't think they would stand for a complete theater shutdown. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that. I it think would they get go on that. strike. To be honest with you, I, I I'm not suggesting you to get to that. I'm just interested to see how it impacts subscription services to theaters and if it makes them viable or if it becomes a profit loss for theaters because no one's buying it because people are not going to the theater nearly as much. I'm not suggesting that it's going to cause the Well, and I think that's I think that's theaters. where gonna, it, I think that's where the unlimited ideas meet halfway with customers. I hope so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cuz I mean, it, it's more maybe you have on a smaller scale, a hundred users, let's just say a hundred that give you $20 a month. That's more beneficial than, you know, 20 people that go to two movies a month, Yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. <clears throat> if you have more, more users paying less money, that's better. Yeah. And I think I, that, yeah. I hope that's what's going on. Yeah. Pa- I mean, passive income is the name of the game yep. in terms of retail right now, yep. just in every yep. area of retail. Cause it costs, I mean, it costs you money to have someone walk up to you and purchase a ticket at the, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever. Yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah especially, I, yeah, I don't know. That's, I was trying to find, I really was, I was trying to find box office numbers pre subscription service and post, but so much of the post subscription boom is, yeah. So yeah. I, I was trying to find those numbers West to I see know, if that I has impacted them. But the, I mean, the major releases recently have been now no time to die, which I haven't seen any box office numbers yet on that. But, uh, yeah. Shang, Shang-Chi mm-hmm. uh, was the big Marvel release that Marvel was kind of gauging how they're going to move forward in terms of their releases. And it did well. They were pleased. They were pleased yeah. with, with the box office numbers that it had, so they're not delaying anything else anymore. So that might be an indication, at least a studio like Marvel is happy enough with the numbers that they got that they're okay to go back to a normal movie release schedule. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Warner Brothers does, Warner Brothers does next year, because the whole streaming theater thing ends after two, 2021, right? I don't do, know. I don't think it continues into twenty. I think it was only a number of movies that were signed. I don't think it was a time frame, was it? It was every Warner Brothers movie for at least twenty twenty one. Okay. That had a major theater release was also being released on HBO Max. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens as the movie industry moves back into their normal operations yeah. to see if they push the simultaneous home release aside or if they continue that. I will say, uh, and I just looked it up, I, I wanted to confirm it before I mentioned it, Venom did have the biggest three-day, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, had the largest three-day opening since COVID shut down the theaters. Oh, so it did better than even... That includes Tenet. Wow. That includes Shang-Chi. That includes like any movie released, in, which is crazy. I, I When I, I read the headline a couple, like last week, I guess, and I was like, that's insane. But uh, 
my a couple advantages that I saw uh, were uh, personally just for me. Like I said, if you guys are a longtime listener of the podcast, you know this. I will go to the theater a lot. Uh, yeah, I will I go to the theater like a lot. So for me, there's a lower barrier of entry. Uh, it's the longest bit he's ever done. Well, I you had to say something about it. Now he has to do it the whole episode. Oh yeah, for sure. No My mistake. Uh, I'll rush the episode if that's what it takes. But I will do it the whole time. Uh, arms fall asleep. I can't wait till after. You can be like, oh. So uh, the, there's a lower barrier of entry. I will see movies that I definitely would not have seen uh, without. Yeah, a subscription. Uh, I did that. I definitely did that with Movie Pass whenever it was going because it was an even better deal. Yeah, than this. Yeah, like I, uh, one of the first dates, my wife and I went on was to see Deadpool two, and I was like, I'm. Why not? Why not? (laughs) I've got Movie Pass. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. And then more, which is a funny, funny little thing to to say that it's like, uh, hey, let's go see this this weekend. This was the Movie Pass era. Let's go see this this weekend. I don't really feel like it. Do you not have movie pass? Like that was the question. You're like, yeah. Oh, you don't have. Mm. Yeah. And then, or like if you're dating someone that didn't have movie pass, it was like the worst thing in the entire <laughs> world. You're like, to pay for the freaking ticket. <laughs> so great. Just get movie pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll pay you $10 a month to get it. I did. I, I think I paid uh, for Valentine's day that year. I think, I think I gave Chelsea just like a <laughs> bunch of money and I was like, just sign up for movie pass and pay for <laughs> Six months or whatever. It was so funny. Uh, but then, yes, the, for me personally, more money also freed up to support the theater with concessions. Yeah. And that's really where they make their money anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and, and with the rewards with Regal, that's where I spend all the points is on concession stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you can you can go and, and, and a lot of, I guess, I don't know, I'm certainly not better than anyone else, but it's like a lot, I don't think a lot of consumers think about supporting with their purchases, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, for, Personally, for me, I was like, oh, that's great. I can go get a drink, and we've already been over it. Like, I, I just, I have to at least get a zap pack if I'm at the theater. So, uh, but it doesn't matter because you go from spending $14 on a ticket to spending $10. You saw a movie, and you got popcorn, and you got a drink yeah. for, 10, for less than you, for a ticket originally, which mm-hmm. is, so it still feels like a deal. What is the regular ticket price now in Joplin? Is it like 12 something? I think it's 14 Good lord! Yeah. I think prime time is fourteen. Yeah, yeah and then twi- I think twelve insane. is senior. Uh, Matinee is like ten or eleven. Yeah, or it's extortionate in Joplin. They it always has been. Yeah, they, they keep don't. they keep saying that there's rumors that a new yeah. theater's popping up, yeah. but it has not it's happened. Never yeah. happen. Except for Bookhouse Cinema. Bookhouse. If you want to check there. out an independent theater really that's awesome? Bookhouse. Siphoning Cinema. off too much business from. They will Regal. be if uh, Regal doesn't get French Dispatch. It's true. There you go. I did reach out to Bookhouse probably 2018, and I was like, you know, just as a supporter, Kit, is there is there something here to do a subscription service for you guys? Because I would love to do that. I would absolutely sign up for that. If and they just said no, so that's the downside of a lot of local theaters is they don't want to adapt to anything new. Or well, it would cost them quite a bit yeah. to try to come up with some kind of infrastructure for that. I would yeah, think. I don't know that local independent theaters are going to be capable of doing something like a subscription. Because I disagree. No. I think I've looked into it, doing it for the coffee shop, and it, it, I don't think... If you wanted to do it, you could do it, but it wouldn't be the level Can you do it through Square? Of, you can, yeah. Oh, okay. so, so Square has subscription services well, now. Part of it just... is they're paying to get the movie, and I don't know how much they have to pay. 
Right. It probably depends on the movie. But if how much they're paying to screen the film doesn't come out to whatever, then it's not going to be worth it for them. But they do make money on food there. so And their food is good. Yeah. So a little section on Bookhouse Cinema in Joplin, Missouri. Anyways. So I now I just wanted to talk about what, what subscription service we use. We all use Regal because it's all we have here mm-hmm. Yeah, in I, terms of major chains. I don't. I we don't, considered AMC for a minute. Yeah, because there's an AMC 30 minutes away ish. Um, is that Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. But it's a dump. I mean, the theater's yeah. not. I mean, people drive there because it's $2 on Tuesdays. It's like, yeah. that's why. And it's worth $2. So, yeah. uh, not that our theater's great, but it's like, I'm not driving 30 minutes to sit in a theater where all the seats are the same level horizontally. So, yeah. if there's yeah. someone tall in front of you, you ain't seeing it. That's the, the downside like, of this theater, and and when you have a theater with no competition, they can jack up the prices, and they n- don't have to take care of the theater, yeah, because nobody else has a choice, yeah. Which is one reason probably why this theater suffers is because they don't remodel it. Yeah, I had a buddy. He before COVID, he was the he worked his way up to the assistant manager at our Regal, and uh, yeah. he literally when co when Tenet came out, he was still working there, and he's like, yeah, they started giving some of the the government money to like branches to like remodel and stuff. And they literally called and told us we don't have to do anything to your theater. So it's like, yeah, that's 100% wow. what it is. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we do, we all use Regal Unlimited. Uh, what I, my favorite part personally of Regal Unlimited is the concession stand discount. Mm-hmm. 10% off. That's nice. Doesn't yeah. sound like a lot, but it adds up. Yeah. And especially when you, Consider that you're still getting, you still get regal points. Yes, mm-hmm. which I think their rewards program is actually really good. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest upside for me is the rewards yeah. points. I don't, I don't know the dollar value, but it doesn't take you that long to get to a free ticket that you can give to someone going with you it takes or whatever. Less time to get to like a free popcorn yep. or yeah. something. I think their 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 rewards program is really good, and that helps. The, yeah. the discount helps that. Yeah, like Pate said, you get points. You get rewards points for your subscription bill. So let's say it's twenty bucks a month. Twenty, or you get two thousand points every month for sure. Just mm-hmm. because, so they do give you points for that, which some of the services don't. We'll we'll talk about the a few of the individual services later. But yeah, I, I love the concession stand discount. I love the fact that you can book seats for your friends on the app so if like you know the other day we were like let's go see no time to die zach said he was in i just booked all of their seats on my phone using all of our unlimited so it wasn't like uh okay you get this i'm seat h9 okay you hmm. get that I, you're seat i didn't H8. know you could do that yeah, you can add friends it's such a strange i knew you could do that i didn't know you could get their like reserve their seats mm-hmm. for them but once they're on there you can do that for them which is awesome so like part of what pate said is like there's a lot of cool stuff they can do with it. So. Yeah. But that's definitely one of my favorite They can make features. that aspect even better. Because yeah. it's not super clear. Yeah. It's a little murky. I, I think. would not have known about it if Eric hadn't told me. Yeah. Like, they didn't... They haven't advertised that. It's like uh, Xbox game sharing. Right. It's yeah. like kind of a hack. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait, we really can do this? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Um, anyway, do we feel like we go to the movies more now than we did pre-subscription? I go about the same amount, maybe slightly more, but that's more just due to time constraints, more so than the the want or um, like budget reasons to go. Yeah, like it's just I don't always have time to go 
as often as I used to. Right. Um, and uh, some of it for me is, even if I could see it for free, there's some stuff I just don't care. Hmm. Especially now, I don't care about wasting my time. Like Jungle Cruise? Like Jungle Cruise. That right. was exactly what I was thinking. Uh-huh. I read my mind. Um, yeah, it's just like, I'm I'm not going to waste my two hours doing that. I'm yeah. going to do something else more productive or whatever. So, But I would say about the same, maybe slightly more. There's some borderline movies that I'll go and see if everyone's going to see it. Hmm. You know. Whereas before, you'd be like, I'm definitely not paying $14 right. in Joplin, Missouri. to yeah. yeah, Yeah, for sure. I love going to the cinemas. Uh, that's it. And that's it. Uh, I definitely go way more than I did sure. before. <laughs> I thought you were going to say way more, than, way I more than I should. Like, if you guys see me out there next time, just tell me to go home. Uh, I, I definitely go way more post Movie Pass era yeah. or current Movie Pass era uh, than I used to. Just, and mine was money. It's like, I don't, I don't want to pay. I would go once or twice or three times a year for movies that I absolutely want to see in theaters. That's That mm-hmm. was what I would do. But now coming up, there's like one day where four movies we all Dude. want to see is coming out. Oh my gosh, it's going to be the best day ever. Ultimate Thursday. But I'm like, Jake, I, I, I like... The thing I like about the theater is not necessarily just the movie. It's it's the getting your stuff and like... It's all of it. It's, it's so strange. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. And it's really lame to try and describe it, I think. But it's... Um, I like when I walk in yeah. and I like walk up to the counter. It's like, exactly. That sound cool. Yeah. But, yeah. You're waiting in line and... You're talking about it, and then something. About the big it, thing is like seeing it with people, and that's yeah. that's that's um. That are you all, can do that at home, I guess, but that doesn't that, happen that often. But in this, they're all equally invested. Yeah, with their time, with their money, with so it's 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 a it's different for some There's reason. A, My favorite part, obviously, is doing the post movie circle yeah, after, sure. yeah. either outside yeah. or in the lobby. I think the, the thing weather. that you're yeah. trying to describe, going to the theater feels timeless. Yeah. If you feel like you're 12 again going yeah. to a movie every time you walk into yes. a movie theater, but it's something that a lot of people have stopped caring about. Yeah. And so I think going to the theater for for you guys and maybe and for me, I know. It's like when I go in it feels like ah, uh, yeah, this is how you're supposed to watch a movie. Watch a movie. Yeah. It's like you go in, you get mm. your ticket, you get your popcorn, you go sit down. Yeah. You talk a little bit. It's classy. Yeah. There's there's something timeless about it. Even though things are radically different than they used to be, yeah, you're essentially doing the same things that people did when movies started in the 20s and 30s. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to that, and it's sort of I meant to say it on the the whole West hopes it never gets to this point where you know streaming blah blah blah. Yeah, I was begging, begging, begging for the new Jake Gyllenhaal movie, The Guilty, Netflix original, uh, to get a theater release. By begging, I mean, I guess I was just commenting on every Netflix post about it and yeah. every Jake Gyllenhaal post about it. But uh, it didn't, I think it got a, like a 30 theater release. Like, I think that was it. And we watched it. It was fine. I think I told Pate, I was like, I bet I would have liked it more if it was in a movie theater. And I don't know why. The thing but about I, those 30 theater releases now, it feels like it's just for critics. Yeah. For critics to, to go to the be, theater in It's eligible, to technically right? be considered for awards. Yeah. yeah. LA, New York, yeah. Which is, and it, but it, it still also felt like a Netflix movie. And I get yep. it, like Jake's Jake's idea for it was like, let's, it's sort of a pseudo bottle movie, like, so it could feel low budget already. Uh, very yeah. much like Locke. It's or a remake, Barry. right? Of a European it's film? Inspired by. So I haven't seen the original, but totally could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely go to the movies more. Um, and I think, yeah, part of it is, it's so, yeah, it's very strange. It's very, very different. I like, 
love talking to the people that are working at the movie theater. I absolutely love it. I think if I if I didn't do what I do now and we had a like better theater, or maybe even if we didn't, I would want to work there and just like because mm. I'm freaking. I, I worked there my freshman year of college after my freshman year of college and it was one of my is it most still hollywood yes yeah. it was still hollywood at the time it was it's still one of my favorite jobs that i've ever had it wasn't the best or right. anything like that but it was fun yeah like i was just at the movie theater all day and i got to like stick my head into movies and uh and got to go to movies for free because i worked there and yeah peyton and i went and saw inception at an employee screening the night before it came out at like one in the morning hmm. and it was like one of the best that was like one of the best movie experiences i've ever had same um i think we talked about it so yeah working at a theater yeah super fun job i always feel like that when we go into b&b yes like b&b feels, feels like a really cool yeah. environment to work at yep and they're there's hire, a lot of independent theaters they're hiring like a new general manager uh, if you are in the Neosho, Missouri area, the independent theater chain B&B Theaters is officially hiring a new assistant manager. It's awesome. It's, it's really like, cool. And the, the people there, it's a it's shame. It's like a local I, Alamo draft house. Yeah. The old manager was awesome. And uh, I rented out B&B Theaters. We all watched The Last Lord of the Rings together. And they were super helpful. It was super cheap and affordable is a better business term. It was super affordable. And uh, yeah, it was it was great. So I also enjoy B&B Theaters. But yeah, like, dude, I don't know. There's just like this, there's this little like, just graduated high school kid, and he's writing his script, his first script. And I talk to him every time I see him at Regal, and I'm like, dude, how's the script coming? He's like, dude, I'm almost done. And like, Whoa. I haven't seen him since I got back from tour, which I'm really bummed about because I was gonna have him send it to me when I was gone, and I could just read it and let him know. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. There's something about like talking to the people that work at the movie theater. It's really fun for me. Um, and yeah, I, Eric, I'm pretty good buddies with Eric, and that only is because. I met him at the movie theater, and then we were doing school visits for College Heights, and he was a senior in high school. And I was like, dude, you're the guy from the movie theater. I yeah. sit with him at lunch, and it was like, dude, it was like a, it was really cool. So The I, other thing about yeah. the subscription thing is uh, I, th I think it's a, a, a good price point for people that are casual movie fans, too. Like, yeah. I think it's a good... Um, Especially for a family? Like, yeah. It's being able not to some crazy like hundred dollar a month thing that only crazy cinephiles would get. Uh, it, it's a nice like, it's a deal. Uh, almost any theater, not just ours. But it's not like Movie Pass financially, su like suicidal. Yeah. Yes, kind of. Yeah. No, I think. We, and we were talking about that in Movie Pass here. Is like twenty dollars is what they should be charging. Yeah. We were get. We were like. It should be around that yeah. much because yeah. not everyone's going to go more than one time a month. Yeah. Some people won't have the time. If you yeah. don't have the time, they're still making a little bit of money on you yeah. if you only go once a month. Yeah. So I'm like the it ideal, makes sense to me. I'm like the ideal customer for a movie subscription service Yeah. because there's going to be some months where I will go three or four times, but then there's going to be a month where I maybe don't go at all. Yeah. Um, so I'm like exactly who... Mm -hmm subscription services are aiming for the other, you guys are not the other like, thing is too like if making... you re i really like going with people so sure if i have the opportunity to pay for someone's ticket i will do that yeah like to get them to go this gives me a little bit because more incentive to be able to do that yeah because you're so not paying for i've already got my yeah. ticket i may have an extra ticket from regal unlimited mm -hmm. for my points it's not that big of a deal for me to get somebody's ticket you know yeah 
Uh, what is the? I just real quick. Uh, just wondering, what are? Can you guys remember your favorite movie that you might not have seen if it weren't for? Okay. A theater subscription. I mean, I immediately think of when I saw Deadpool two because of the personal thing. It was the first one of the first times my my wife and I were hanging out together, just mm-hmm. like socially. Um, and then recently, when we all went and saw Green Knight, and then mm-hmm. it for me it was okay. Now I feel like I'm going to be able to start using this Regal subscription service. Yeah, I'm because really I have talking about. What do you mean? You would have saw that anyway. Deadpool 2, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but, but but yeah, like mine, yeah. I guess it, I'd start, and it's hard to remember, but I literally yeah. had to go back to uh, my MoviePass uh, video. It's uh, a couple of mine, Wind River with Jeremy Renner. It's about an Indian reservation, like, thriller. Uh, Lady Bird, I probably would not have seen Lady Bird. I just, that doesn't sound like something I would have been interested in seeing, but I really enjoyed it. No previews. That's where right? the previews, no previews. Birth. Yeah. yeah. Um, Phantom Thread probably would have waited to watch that with you. Yeah. Or, you know, at your house or wait and like, well, I'll wait till I can go with Wes, but I went, loved it. It was great. I probably wouldn't have seen Roadrunner, the Anthony Bourdain documentary, mm-hmm. um, but I'm really glad that I did. Yeah. And the most recent one was probably Cop Shop. With Gerard Butler. Yeah. It was way more fun than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was pretty good. Uh, I've got two. Okay. That come to mind. Annihilation, when it came I out. I almost mm. thought about that one. Uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't have seen it. I wouldn't have paid for a ticket, probably. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. And then the other one was the rhythm section, which isn't that good. It was uh, Jude Law and Blake Lively. She's like a... Family gets killed apparently, and then she becomes like kind of a hitman kind of thing. Yeah, but it's not the thing is that's been done a lot, and it it doesn't really. It's a little bit different than that. It feels more lively. It's <laughs> uh, she follows the law. We'll see you next time. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought Jude that was would not believe it, dude. But I enjoyed that a lot, and that those are two. The other thing I'll throw in there is like. Those are a few, there's a few times where I just went by myself. And yeah, that's yeah. a cool thing with Unlimited 2 is you are much more inclined to just go to a movie because you don't have to yeah, pay for a ticket for, for sure. yourself. I was able to use MoviePass a lot more than I have been able to use Regal. Um, hmm. And I don't, like, I don't have the app just anymore. Just wait till this upcoming week, dude. Sure. Uh, I, I don't have the app anymore, so I can't look back on, like, what I saw. I know there was stuff in there that I saw with MoviePass that I probably would not have seen Deadpool 2 is the most I think yeah. to me the main thing is seeing it multiple times I think hmm. again I saw Tenet like eight times yeah. in theaters yeah. and I didn't pay for hardly any of them that's true uh, for the ticket anyway yeah. and Star Wars we saw a bunch with different groups of people yeah I saw so Phantom I think, Thread with Movie Pass yeah and I saw that probably two or three times yeah so I think it's being able to see things multiple times too because you, you'd naturally not pay as much, you know, there's levels of, you know, degradation with... I one. definitely, I would not have, I mean, that's not even in my outline. I would not have thought about the, the multiple viewing. That's yeah. absolutely a benefit for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. So... Because you, before you walk out and be like, dude, I want to see that again. I can't wait till it comes out. You know? Yeah, because it's like, it's like it wasn't it's, even on your I want to see almost. it again, but I also don't want to pay 1250 again, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then just thought real quick, if anyone has any like 
whoa, that was crazy moment because of like a theater subscription of mine. Obviously, it's on the outline. You guys saw it. But when we saw the first A Quiet Place, mm. I mean, it was it was packed. Yeah. It was a who's who. Yeah. Like. It was a hoot. The Yeah. The, the higher ups, CIY. Like Nick and Luke and me were there. And it Everyone was, like, was I was like, Pate's here. In. Oh my gosh. Colt's here. Oh my gosh. Nate's here. I mean, it was like, yeah. and then no one knew what we were getting into. Right. And so it was the best part. It was like, everyone was really engaged too. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't, I just don't think that that happens in a non subscription era. Yeah. Like a borderline, I don't think it would happen without Movie Pass because either people don't know about Regal Unlimited. Or it's just not that good of a deal, which is possible. Um, both of those things could be true. It's obviously not as good of a deal. That's a given. It's limited to Regal, and it's double the price. But, yeah, I mean, that was really cool. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope that more and more people gravitate towards Regal Unlimited and AMC and the subscription. Because if it helps theaters, then mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing is... But it's also a, it's a relief. It's, you know, it's just a little bit of relief for people that are in a market that's like gouging us, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I probably think yours would... is a good, Deadpool 2 is a great one, right? It's like, yeah. you wouldn't have, you probably would have done something else. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And, uh, well, I was going to say too, I would be less inclined to use something like MoviePass or not movie pass, but something like a Regal or an AMC out in California is because there's different theaters all over the place. And, yeah. and uh, to pick one would be very hard hmm. out there because some chains got something and some chains hmm. didn't here. You got one choice yeah. really. Yeah. And so here it makes so much more sense than out there would be challenging. And also, like, in L.A., too, some of the specific theaters, like, downtown, like the big theaters, like Chinese or or yep. uh, any of the Groman's ones, Egyptian. they're not going to be a part of that. They're their own thing. So if you're going to go to a cool, like, movie at one of those, you're not going to be able to use it you either. It's going it to be, anyway. and so, it's gonna be interesting to see if someone takes the actual MoviePass model in the next few years perfects it makes it actually viable to where like an independent to where you can go to any theater yeah. uh yeah but that'll be interesting i don't know if somebody will do that It'd or be not interesting if a studio were to do something like that like any I of the movies that legally can any I think warner brothers movies you can go see for yeah. this much yeah i don't know if distribution somehow has to be legally different from like the production it'd also mm. be interesting but. to see if they start doing like reverse so if you have a subscription to hbo max then you can go watch whatever movies they have on their streaming service. Yeah, that could be cool. Interesting. Anyway, just wanted to talk a little bit about movie theater subscriptions. It's a very new thing in yep. terms of their life cycle. So thank you for listening. If you want any information about specific theater plans, that's going to be in the description. I'll just put all the bullet points in there. That way, you know, if you can, you can read it probably faster than we'll talk about it. Yeah. But thank there's you. There's not a lot to comment on. There's not. Yeah, it's, there's some upsides to some. There's some downsides to them, obviously. But uh, our choice again is pretty easy. We have Regal. So, and I, I am, I read a couple articles that were comparing them, and it said Regal's the most comparable to Movie what Pass. MoviePass was. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, my name is Mitch Lowe. Let's hear it for Jake because this is in, this so is impressive. impressive.
And if you don't know what they're talking about, you're just going to have to watch us. Go to YouTube and watch. My name was Major Chains. <laughs> I am Major Chains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Lady Bird. Have a great week and go to the movies. Go to the movies. And watch.